0: You know, I always try to come up with little clever ways to start the pod. (laughs) Shouts to the trailer for Enemy of the State, which, if you hadn't guessed, is what we are podding about. I am Mike. And I am Ben. And this is Where Have You Been, a podcast about movies and the friends who haven't seen them. And today we explore the movie that made you question if someone was watching your every move. Mm. 1998's Enemy of the State, currently on Peacock with Ads.
1: Shifty Eyes always yes. shifty eyes shifty eyes check around your shoulder
0: yeah and for crazy electronics that have now been implanted into your shoes your pants your wristwatch um where
1: else was it right uh shoes pants wristwatch uh phone cell phone
0: oh yeah the cell phone it yeah. just shits everywhere. everywhere your fire detector oh yeah. my god yeah um so if you've never seen this before and you are a serial killer, and you just are going to listen to the pod, go for it, I guess. But if you haven't, just pause it, man. Watch the movie. It's, you know, it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, only um, serial ki- killers listen to this episode without watching the movie. <laughs> the
0: NSA's definitely got their eye on you, oh, you freak. Man, you freak. Um,
1: <laughs> this goes crazy in their house. Oh, my God. Oh my goodness! It's interesting that um, we're talking about this movie too, and we're like, everybody's watching when we're, you know, recording on the internet, and then people are listening to it on the internet. That's
0: and, true. Uh, you know. Do I need to say the key FBI words? Yeah, or, maybe. Uh, hey, <laughs> FBI agent that listens to all my Discord
1: communications. <laughs> Hope your day is going well. He's like, Yeah, man. Really, thanks, man. I really appreciate yeah, that. that. I was having was kind of a bad. rough day. Oh man, <laughs> my boss was yelling at me earlier. The life of those individuals. Hey, you know? Mm. <laughs> if you're all about that tea though, I think that's uh it's kind of the job the oh, job for you. Yeah, for sure. Like you might be yeah, of course you're listening for the bad stuff, but then if you're like listening to somebody like break up with somebody, like mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. in on it. Did you hear that Mandy is sleeping with blah, blah, blah? I blah, I, uh, <laughs> I love
0: Mandy was your first choice there. I didn't Very know nice. what
1: to I didn't know what to think. I just thought <laughs> <laughs> oh my either gosh. way
0: the real mandy's out there like
1: <gasps> how do they know <laughs> we have one person named mandy listening to our show and she is just <laughs> freaking out right now all right um
0: <laughs> let's let's have a little, little chat about this one so yeah. we mentioned a little bit in the, in the teaser um directed by tony scott who is uh pretty famous director the the brother of ridley scott um who you know I think has more um successful films, mm-hmm. but you know, Tony's still got some bangers. Um we've done a Tony Scott film before on the pod, uh, which was Top Gun. What a great one. Thanks to Kenny yeah. Loggins, you know, um just a, a dream of a film and a dream yeah, of a know. pod, if I don't say you should cue that one up as yeah, well,
1: yeah. Um, that's right after we, this, so we really felt our stride right there,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. but you know, um, Beverly Hills Cop 2, which is obviously incredible, mm-hmm. Days of Thunder, The Last Boy Scout, True Romance, Shouts to Crimson Tide with Gene mm-hmm. Hackman again, The Fan, Um, Enemy of the State again, Man on Fire, which I recently uh rewatched, which is pretty damn good Denzel right. again he had a huge thing for Denzel uh deja vu um and then unstoppable another Denzel taking of Pelham one two three Denzel Ooh. um he he definitely had his <clears throat> muse but uh I think I, I think he, I
1: figured out why you, you asked me in the teaser uh about mm-hmm. Tony Scott and the movies that he's directed and everything and I didn't really have an answer I don't, I just don't think that I've seen many action movies that's rising it. that's it I know
0: I don't know. But it's okay. It yeah. happens. Yeah. That's why we're here, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, shouts to Tony Scott. Um, you know, may he rest in peace and people continue to watch his movies mm-hmm. till the end of time. Yeah. Uh, but this definitely is a Tony Scott film. Fast cuts, fast edits, um, action, kind of moments where you're just like, what the fuck just happened? Like, so unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, overall, an entertaining time.
1: Yeah, I'd say it's very entertaining. Yeah,
0: my next question for you is a very important one, and yes. it's one that I forgot about until we were watching it. Is this movie a Christmas movie? Now let me let me lay the case here. <laughs> multiple times we hear Christmas music. There's a lot of times. It is happening during the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. It also has multiple reference to Christmas shopping and Christmas presents. And references to the holiday season, right? Mm-hmm. John Voight's character says, I hate to do this around the holidays. Right, right. What do we think? Does it have a case?
1: You know, I, I think it does. And in my mind, I was, like, battling whether or not this is more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard. And mm. now, I will give Die Hard this. They were at a Christmas party when this all went down, so I guess I could definitely see that. But this one... This one definitely had more Christmas aspects to it than Die Hard did.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's right on the edge. Yeah. I'm not ready to commit to saying it's a Christmas movie, but yeah. if somebody was really going to be passionate about it, I would, I would give it to them.
1: Right yeah. I, I, I'm like in my head, I think they're tied right now, but for different reasons. So, like, yes. yeah, yeah,
0: agreed. Yeah. But a shocking amount of Christmas, right?
1: So much Christmas. Yeah, which is so great. Shouts to mm. Christmas. I also like that we just as soon as we see some sort of Christmas something in any movie, we're like, this is definitely a Christmas movie. Yeah, both our eyes kind of light up and we start like taking notes. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh we're we talking about this talking shit. talking some Christmas movie shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I also would be you know, we we'd be remiss if we didn't start um off the pod a little bit talking about this movie kind of being like way ahead of its time. Um like, I remember when this came out, um, the idea of government surveillance was kind of like one of those things that you joked about, like, ah, yeah, 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 you know, they're listening to my phone call and, and whatnot. And, uh, You know, you even see it in the Regina King and Will Smith conversation about government surveillance, Mm -hmm. right, Uh, where Regina King is watching the television and is like, oh, my God, you know, can you believe this? They're doing this. And Will Smith is, like, so apathetic, like, ah, you know, it's nothing. You don't believe it, which I think was a lot of Americans' attitudes at the time. But then, you know, this movie came out just three years pre-9-11. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have the Patriot Act signed into law, which, you know, granted the government incredible access to all forms of communication. Mm -hmm. And then they started to illegally abuse it and, you know, (laughs) trample all over our constitutional rights. Hi again, FBI guy listening to my Discord uh, communications. (laughs) Um, And uh, then we had Edward Snowden come out and basically be a huge whistleblower for the government's actions. And I think now we kind of, it was like a honeymoon period where we were kind of like, yeah, look at technology, right? Like, obviously everything's so dated in 1998. Like, I didn't have a cell phone in 1998. Like, Mm -hmm. I had the internet, but it was, like, freaking dial-up, and I don't even know what the hell, like, little kid me was doing with it. Like, it took you, like... Frickin' ten minutes to download a
1: naked picture of a lady or something. I was gonna say the Um, first thing I thought of was porn. I'm like, that's what ten-year-old Mike is doing. Porn, porn, porn. Let's go. Oh, my gosh.
0: Um, (laughs) But then we, you know, we have cell phones and Mm -hmm. we have, you know, Wi-Fi. And these things are kind of just like, oh, they're so great. They're amazing. Probably, like, one of the coolest tools ever created. Yeah. Uh, But we essentially have signed away all aspects of our life, right? Like... Our stuff is listening to us. It is giving us recommendations of movies. For me, it's movies to watch all the time because I listen to movie podcasts and then I start like doing a Google search and it has it pre populated like the movie that was just said or like, you know, things on a grocery list or with your Alexa or whatever it might be. We have just kind of like given up on our privacy. But I would say lately it's kind of like a pendulum swing the other way where people are getting a lot more concerned and see the dangers Mm. of. Facebook and all these places. Um, But again, I just feel like this movie was really ahead of its time. The movie kind of seems ridiculous through the 1990s lens, but it's like, damn, like Burl (laughs) was right. He wasn't just some crazy dude who stayed in a factory weird shell, you know? The government can look at everything,
1: like, this is like... This happens, like, literally all the time. What was that... Okay, there's two things. Uh, What was that one thing... You sent it to me a while ago. I think it was actually in discussion of another movie. And it might be... It might have been when we were talking about Terminator. Um, But there was, like, this... Thing in China, I believe China, yeah, the yeah. facial recognition technology yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, guess it I can kinda...
0: scan your face and identify you in crowds and mm-hmm. it's like your your privacy is, is gone, you know we're in the age of AI and all that kind of stuff right. it's pretty freaky
1: yeah, absolutely, and the second thing is I love old people when in their bio it says no one has my permission to take my data and on like yeah, Facebook right. i do not consent to anyone taking my data on this facebook page like uh, well i mean you're kind of consenting by posting anyways that's yeah good luck do you read the terms of service come on (laughs) come on bro you already consented it's okay (laughs) so but yeah
0: so watching this one i think was was really unique in that sense it was kind of just like damn like it kind of felt like it hit hit close yeah Um, yeah it's insane also got to talk about the banger of a cast yeah. uh, from this movie and and shouts to, I would say again, this is a big Tony Scott thing mm-hmm. of like, he's a good actor, or not good actor, he's a good director and he gets like real actors for these bit parts that are kind of like these random throwaway mm-hmm. um, you know, parts that nobody like nobody would really even like normally care about right mm-hmm. like yeah. you normally would have somebody just being like yeah whatever um i just get certain like so-and-so character actor to do this uh but there are just people filling filling these small roles that are like so legit yeah and it's just fascinating to me um and I think a lot of it, too, you know, reading some of the trivia is like it ended up becoming a Gene Hackman movie. You know, Gene Hackman still alive, retired, um, but hasn't acted in like 16 years. Um, and he was he was like a really big deal. Um, I know he's like just a little bit out of our age range, right? I would say he's uh, just of the like of us, yeah. real importance. Um, but people like really wanted to work with Gene Hackman. I mean, Will Smith took a pay cut. He's coming off of freaking Independence Day. He's the <laughs> biggest movie star on the planet, right? Uh, when he puts this out just to work with him. So let's go through it, right? Gene Hackman already talked about him incredible, great performance. We've got more to talk about him later. Right. Will Smith, what needs to be said? The most bankable movie star besides Tom Cruise of the last. 15 to
1: 20 years, I would say. Easy. I I will Um, say, not to be like, not to uh, show my wrestling uh, um, bias, but I do think The Rock is kind of up there right now, too.
0: Oh, I'd say The Rock has definitely taken the baton. Yeah, for
1: sure. Are we just talking about like the 90s and stuff?
0: Yeah, I would say 90s. Okay. I mean, listen, The Rock's incredible. But The Rock is in a lot of shitty movies.
1: He is. He's in the like, Rock every is like movie. cut
0: that check. <laughs> it's like whatever. Oh, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna do a movie with talking animals where California splits in half, and then I need to rescue a wife from a skyscraper. I just combined three of his films. I don't even care. But you thought like maybe that was one of them. <laughs> that
1: could have been like I, that. Sounds like a movie
0: that he did. Could have been. Shouts <laughs> to The Rock. Um, <laughs> we also have John Voight, mm-hmm. who is just a bad guy piece of shit and. You know, he's great in this. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. I love, I mean, he's a real life piece of shit, too. Oh, um, oh shit. But, uh, but shouts to John Boyd. Uh, Lisa Bonet, who plays, he's uh, uh, Will Smith's, like, he cheated on his wife with her oh, okay. contact person, yeah. who is also, I don't know if you know this, but she was married to Lenny Kravitz, and so is oh, Zoe nice. Kravitz's mom. Oh. Um, shouts to Zoe Kravitz about to appear in the Batman as of our recording and also was star of Kimmy which um, I teased a little bit on our socials earlier another great movie about kind of a big brother is watching paranoid type thriller uh, on HBO Max you should definitely watch that one so shouts to that um and uh, yeah Lisa Bonet, gorgeous gorgeous actress Mm. Um, looks a lot like uh, her daughter obviously Mm. um viola davis who um or i'm sorry not viola davis jesus christ what am i saying regina king, regina king. um wow um <laughs> who is uh incredible um and just really great chemistry with will smith um then we've got kind of these bit players coming in right we've got barry pepper shouts to barry pepper saving private brian forever um as some of the goons ian hart Jake Busey. Mm-hmm.
1: Jake Busey.
0: <laughs> uh, Scott Kahn and his hair uh, is incredible <laughs> yeah, in this one. They kept uh, getting bigger and <laughs> bigger. <laughs> Jason Lee is just in this. Yes. You know, for some crazy reason. Um, you've got Jack Black. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie Kennedy. Jamie yeah. Kennedy playing a character named Jamie. Again, gotta love it. <laughs> um, shouts to Skyler from Breaking Bad Anna gun oh, plays right. um uh John Voight's wife <clears throat> um we've got Tom Sizemore in here in the depths of his drug addiction looking real rough uh but you know he's there he's he's getting his paycheck um we also had um Grant Heslow heslov who plays Lenny. Um, who I thought was gonna be in the movie for a lot longer. Mm -hmm. If you don't know who this is, Google the name. Grant has love and you will be like, oh, that guy. He's in the movie for like 30 seconds and you think he's gonna have a part, but I think it was deleted. He was the guy that, um, Jason Lee called and was like, hey, I got this crazy videotape. Um, and you're like, oh, wow. And then they just later on, they're like, yeah, we killed him. (laughs) And you're like, oh shit. (laughs) We didn't even get to see it on screen. But these parts are just filled with like, real character actors real actors and honestly obviously like jamie kennedy jack black oh i didn't even mention seth green oh yeah Seth green is in this movie like but they're all in this movie like kind of i would say before they kind of like become like known as that um but uh but yeah
1: just a great cast i will say that i was really hyped to see like jack black and seth green and jamie kennedy Mostly Jack Black and Seth Green and, like, Jason Lee. I was sad that Jason Lee wasn't in it more. I thought he was going to be a bigger mm. role. Yep. Man. He did great. He did great, though, yeah. For the five yeah, seconds yeah. that he was in the movie. Before he got <laughs> hit by a bus. I'm sorry, not I mean, a bus. I mean,
0: probably, yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> one of the best bus hit-by-bus deaths in cinema history? Well, technically, it's, gotta be.
1: it's a fire truck. I'm sorry. Oh,
0: damn, it is a fire truck. Yeah. Well, then it's definitely probably the number one. <laughs> Killed by a fire truck. How many day, people are getting soon. killed by fire
1: trucks nowadays? I, mean, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> you listen in Hollywood; it's a miss. It's an open IP. <laughs> you have an audience. Go do it. Oh my gosh! All right. Um, let's jump into how'd you do. Um, we had a couple quick questions. Yeah. Um, kisses. You guessed two. There were eight. Quite yeah. A few.
1: Well, I With didn't know really that. Good. Didn't know that. Teens. You know, I was going to say, I didn't know that uh, Will Smith and, and uh, let's see, Robert Ann, what was his wife's name? Regina King. Regina King. Uh, I didn't know they were going to be, you know, smooching every once in a while when they saw each other. God Damn
0: it! Yeah, they had a great relationship. So, yeah. you know, there's got to be lots of smooches, mm-hmm. which is realistic, you know, who yeah. doesn't smooch their their significant other if they're in a good relationship, you exactly, know, exactly. and if you're not get to smooch it out there. Exactly. Pause the pod right now and smooch your person. Smooch. Smooch em. <laughs> uh, deaths, you guessed 35 and you know, it was a conundrum here. We talked about this. It's either a lot or a little. You feel like one or the other and this one was right down the middle. Um, You guess 35, and there was only 15? Yeah. I say only. um, Only It was really the end shootout scene that got a little crazy. I had to actually look up the kill count um, because it was impossible to follow. Mm -hmm. Like, Tony Scott's were having epilepsy uh, quick cuts um, of that scene. It was, like, impossible to see what the fuck was happening. Um, (laughs) Right. But, you know, not... I, I mean, it is terrible. You did bad, um, but uh, it's okay.
1: <laughs> damn!
0: terrible. That's like, damn, he was off by 20. Yeah, it um, wasn't great. Yeah. Uh, you did have a success with the bugs found, yeah, right? The good. surveillance equipment good. found. You guessed seven, and there was nine times. Um, yeah. Some good stuff there. There you go. Um, sadly, though, the title not said out loud. You think? Very disappointed. It's bullshit. Yeah, right. I'm 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 upset about it. Feeling unhappy. I, I really, really needed Gene Hackman to explain to Will Smith that he's an enemy of the state. Right. Or even like Gene Hackman saying, I'm an enemy of the state. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh. <sighs> Wasted opportunity.
1: <laughs> the nerd
0: corner. Nerd corner. Let's dive into some uh some stuff here. on IMDb. Rotten Tomatoes scores of 72% critic and 78% audience score. On par, you know, with just good movie. Good movie. Yeah,
1: for sure, for sure.
0: Um, Had a $90 million budget, made $251 million, uh, which is a lot for a thriller and like an action thriller. But this is the power of Will Smith, right? You put Will Smith in any movie and it's probably going to make over 100 mil. Right. Um, Even now when he's like... 50-50 on if it's gonna be terrible or not <laughs> uh, Gene Hackman turned down this movie several times but was ultimately convinced <sighs> to sign on after a phone call by director Tony Scott and that really sealed the deal on Will Smith signing uh, at a bargain price because he wanted to work with Hackman um, originally the cast was going to be Tom Cruise oh. as Will Smith okay. uh, but he was filming Eyes Wide Shut which is a Weird movie that has a very crazy production history. Um, It took forever, Um, and Gene Hackman was going to instead be um, Sean Connery. Oh, I wonder how that movie would have been. Interesting movie that would have been, huh? Sean
1: Connery and Will Smith. I don't think. uh, I don't know. I don't know if I would have liked it as much.
0: Yeah, I kind of enjoyed the Will Smith Gene Hackman. It was good. It's very good, even though like Gene Smith or Gene Smith. Gene Smith. Smith. Jesus Christ. It's Bradgelina, guys. Um, Gene Hackman is essentially, like, eating Will Smith's lunch, like, every time. Like, he, yeah. you can tell he's, like, ten times the actor that Will Smith is um, at this point. Um, Will Smith gets there a couple times, but, uh, but yeah, just, they have, they have pretty good
1: chemistry. Right, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, you see Gene Hackman doing what he's been doing all the time, and then Will Smith finally, like, kind of getting out of the comedy role more into serious mm-hmm. roles. So, I mean, definitely. Yep. Uh, we've got one of the things that
0: caused me to like gasp uh, when I was yeah. watching the movie. We talked oh, already God. about the nine eleven kind of like vibes and surveillance state, but uh, John Voight's character, Thomas Brian Reynolds, when they're reading out his information, his birthday
1: is September eleventh. I know. That was Which like, is crazy. I think when we were watching this movie and a bunch of us saw that, we we're just like, oh my god, damn, Conspiracy it was an inside theory. job.
0: Yep. Clearly, <laughs> um, steel
1: doesn't burn.
0: Um, I'm kidding that those conspiracies are bullshit, don't believe it. Um, but uh, but yeah, just weird. How how crazy is that? Mm-hmm. That is I don't know. That's insane. Yep. Uh this movie is also considered to be a sequel to a Gene Hackman film called The Conversation, which was released in 1974. It was a Coppola film. Uh in addition to many parallels addressed in other comment or another one's the the photo of Edward Brill, um Gene Hackman that the NSA pulls up is a still from the movie. Uh completed uh-huh. with his narrow mustache and horn-rimmed glasses. Um The character's name is Harry Call, Uh, and the assumption is that they are near the same person just using different names. Um, And I was, like, so fascinated by this. It came up multiple times in my research. Neither director has confirmed it. I think clearly, like, Tony Scott was like, I freaking want to make this happen, and I'm gonna, like, tease the living bejesus out of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so yesterday, I actually watched The Conversation. Oh, yeah. Um, It's on Paramount+. Plus. It is a really good movie. It is a very different type of movie. He plays a guy who is essentially really great at surveillance and he is recording this couple's conversation and he thinks something bad is going to happen to them and it's kind of like a, a a thriller of like what's going to happen and is are people now watching him and tracking him. So, it's not an action film in any way. It's kind of like a slow burn. Wow. But the end is insane. It's so good. It was like one of those endings where it was like Whoa. Um, and so I would say definitely worth a watch and I can definitely see the parallels because at the end of the movie he's kind of like going off the deep end and I think we can both agree that Gene Hackman's character in this movie doesn't seem to have all the screws on you know
1: he's uh, definitely off the deep end
0: (laughs) yeah for sure so fun little fun little movie tie in there for you
1: go watch the conversation it's a good good movie is the conversation anywhere that anyone could watch right now um Paramount Plus. Okay. There you go. Good
0: luck. I know a lot, not a lot of people have <laughs> yeah, that. I don't have that. Otherwise, so. you might have to go to, like, a local library or something. because okay. uh, Those old movies are tough to find sometimes. Okay. Um, but, yeah, pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, on the extended DVD version, which we sadly didn't get, hmm. which is... Can we talk about, like... This is... Like, listen. The streamers are incredible. Right. There are more movies at our fingertips than are, that are possible to even watch, right? Like, I'm a, I'm a crazed moviegoer. Mm-hmm. I see movies all the time, uh, and it just blows me away at the amount of movies that are at our fingertips, right? Compared to, like, think about when we were kids, right? You were, like, maybe lucky enough to go to Blockbuster, or oh, Planet yeah. Video, or yeah. Hollywood Video, wherever you went, or you'd have to, like, you look at, like, a TV guide, you know, and be like, oh, man, this is going to be on tonight. But you'd get, like, the thing they're cutting out all the boobs and the, <laughs> the the blood and all that stuff. But, like, we just never had the opportunity to watch a lot of these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but the flip side of that is, like, we don't ever get, like, the extended DVD cuts or anything like that. Like, the streamers are just, like, this is the movie straight up. You don't get, like... The extra features or the featurettes or any of that other stuff. And that's kind of a bummer because apparently in the extended DVD version of this one, mm-hmm. Jack Black's character, Fiedler, <clears throat> goes into more sexually graphic detail about his attraction to the maid I don't know. and his overall attraction to women who don't shave their legs. Okay, okay. All right. I have a well actually here, though,
1: in that when the maid gets out of the car to pick up the two kids, she's clearly wearing slacks. So, maybe he's just so, like he's like all about it. He's just thinking about it. Maybe, oh, just maybe
0: it. he's been tailing this woman for months because he knows she doesn't shave her legs.
1: Could be, could be. Jack Black. that's a weird he's one. Sick son
0: of a bitch. Shouts to Jack Black. Jack Black. Um, last but not least, we got the Buffy link.
1: It's the Buffy link. <laughs> uh, this
0: one's easy. I didn't yeah. even try. Uh, yeah. Seth Green. I mean, yeah, that's Green's that's infamous. it. That's it. There might be others. I mean, who knows? There, there probably are a couple. It, if we're was, being honest,
1: was Jamie Kennedy in an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Great question. I think I he might have been. I Don't know. But yeah, the biggest um, obvious one is Seth Green. If you don't know, he was Oz, the werewolf guy. Yes,
0: he's in there for a
1: couple of seasons. Yeah, I think it's like one or two, one and a half.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, either way, good. Now you good
0: got me guy. researching Buffy. Yeah, Jamie yeah. Kennedy.
1: I think he. I, I feel like he was in like one episode, maybe. I don't see him. Ah. Never mind then. <laughs> damn. I feel like oh, you know yeah. what that would actually if we if that were the case wouldn't have we would we this uh, Jamie Kennedy already been a Buffy Link and like uh, can't hardly wait or some shit.
0: Ah. Oh. Yeah. He
1: yes. was in that Although movie.
0: Jamie Kennedy, remember, isn't in that movie. It's just oh my Jamie God. Kennedy look alike. God damn it, man. Yeah. People get confused by that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are again. What was your favorite part? Favorite parts of the movie. Let's talk about what we loved. Um, I'm gonna start. I got love. For El Caminos, yeah. yeah. Um, Gene Hackman's character drives a blue El Camino, and you just don't see these anymore. And I've got questions as to why, because they look so weird. And I remember being a kid and being obsessed with El Caminos and being like, "I want one of those."
1: Yeah. That, I mean, they're so, cool. They're cool as shit. I mean, like, uh, it's funny. Oh, I guess it wasn't okay. Jason Lee's in another show called um, My Name Is Earl, and he drives this pretty cool El Camino most of the show. So. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got for that. So good. <laughs> they are pretty cool. Probably, um, probably a also, killer on gas, though.
0: <laughs> it, oh, yeah. The aerodynamics of that <laughs> car can't be great. No. Um, <laughs> um, I also got to shout out the um, the opening scene. I really right. enjoy the opening scene where it's like the, you know, what's happening here? Where you got the two dudes sitting on the, the bench by the lake, the classic, like, thriller spy movie type thing. Mm. And then, you know, the senator is killed and... Then, you know, they they frame it. They push his car in the river. And I just got to shut out the dog. Got to feel for the dog in this scene. Right. You know, the owner just getting it and the dog being like, bro, what's happening? Like, just being confused.
1: I just, it hits you, man. It hits no, you. That sucks. I like that they gave a little update, though, saying that the dog was okay. Yes. Yeah, that but was g- nice. Again,
0: great, great little detail there. Yeah. Big pet movie, I would say. Oh, Yeah. You know, I we've got much. Babe the Cat, which mm-hmm. plays a prominent role in the back half. Then we've got Portia. Is it Porsche? Okay. I think it's or Porsche. P- P-
1: P- P- is it just Porsche? Porsche, maybe? It's not right. be
0: Porsche. Um, yeah. you know, Will Smith's family dog, which is incredibly annoying. Which gets spray painted when they go yeah. and act like it was teenagers, which is I you know, I'm not supposed to laugh, but I'm laughing because it's that's hilarious <laughs> that they
1: spray painted the dog. <laughs> Assholes, assholes. And lots of pets. Lots yeah. of pets in the movie. Big, a big movie for pets. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed Jason Lee. Uh, and I was really, like I said, I was really sad that uh, he wasn't in the movie longer. But his one and like only scene was really awesome. Um, just him trying to doubt, like, he finds the evidence of the, of the senator guy, or the, the guy killing the other guy, um, and then he's, like, trying to, uh, copy it, and it's getting stressful, and then all of a sudden these goons start coming in, and then he's running, got the chase scene, rooftops, everything about that was really cool, gets on the bike, and, like, it was, it was awesome. Even, like, it gets, him, away. And, and, it gets and, no, away! It gets away! away, gets away. And then the only thing that stops him, <laughs> the only thing that stops him is that fire truck. Um, and I think probably my favorite part of that scene, besides the action itself, was the lady uh, talking to Robert. And he was like, what happened here? And she's like, some guy got creamed. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> what Like, just all that action and then just the ends on, like, a laugh note. <laughs> yes. Yep.
0: And I'll, I got to say, like, I know you haven't seen a lot of Tony Scott movies, but this is, like vintage tony scott mm. the the chase scene the quick cuts the back you know doors of stores the alleyways the on yeah. the roof like and this chase scene's incredible it's like good. it's a really good chase scene. like listen it's no point break keanu reeves you know chasing down patrick schwayze <laughs> in the backyards right but this is this is pretty good and then of course ending on the 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 bike yeah um Fire truck yeah. collision course. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> um, I got a shout-out to Will Smith. You know, in in the research in this, it kind of was like it was it was, it was, a, it was a, kind of a serious role, obviously. That's mm-hmm. a serious topic matter. But you got Will Smith, and so there's this desire to have some comedic elements to the movie, um, and he plays those really well. But he talked about it was, a, it was a tough balance because he didn't want it to be a comedy. But one of those that was really good was the Will Smith strip scene right after they yeah. meet with if Gene Hackman which is really great the first time they meet um and uh he you know all the bugs <laughs> are found yep right Um, and, uh, then he's like, they're in your clothes. And then he runs and he's like, you gotta, you gotta, you're on your own, bud. And he gets into the hotel room with the Asian couple Mm -hmm. and he just starts taking off his clothes and they're just like super excited and they start cheering. Like, it's just (laughs) great. I just love it. It's cute. It's stupid, but it's cute. It's good. I enjoy it.
1: That lady did a great job. <laughs> it was so yes, funny.
0: She did incredible. <laughs>
1: she just like pulls out this wad of cash, like ready to go. Like she was, she was ready yeah. to go. Um...
0: <laughs> so yeah, so even like yeah, the Gene Hackman scene there, I, I, and it's also kind of crazy. I guess we're a little bit out of order here, but the anyway. the fact that we wait fifty minutes to even see Gene Hackman is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, and then he's got the scene where he's basically just, like, pulling the bugs out left yeah. and right from Will Smith's character. Super like, you cool. idiot. Here they are. Here they are. Never looking up. You know, they're on the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's done so, so well. And I guess if there is one criticism of the movie, it is that we wait 50 minutes. Like, I feel like there's a lot right. of filler. Like, I wish this movie wasn't as long as it was. I think it's, like, two hours like and two hours 15 minutes. Yeah, something like that. Um, it's, like, man, this would be really great as, like, 100 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um hmm Cause there's a lot of like setup after the initial death and then the chase scene, it it is just we're we're building character, uh and it's a lot. Yeah. Um yeah. but on the flip side, it kind of makes the reveal really, really cool and I don't know, it's it's a really good scene.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say like when we were about an hour in I didn't see Gene Hackman and then I saw this other guy being Brill and I was like, hmm, this feels weird. <laughs> yeah. Um for sure. Yeah. But, uh, I, I think I have to, uh, also, the dynamic between Robert and Rachel, which is Will Smith and, uh, Lisa Bonet, um, their dynamic was really awesome, and I did, lo- I love that scene where they're, like, in the park, like, right after, uh, Will Smith's character, like, gets, like, found out for, uh, like, all these fake things that are happening because he apparently has this tape that he doesn't know about, um, mm-hmm. So he's, like, on his own, and they're having this conversation. I think that was a really well-set-up scene where they're in the park, and then, like, the bad guys are, like, trying to listen to him, and then um, Seth Green is just like, uh, audio two, audio one, audio three, I need better, or something like that. It was, it was just really nicely set up, and the way yep. they were able to do that it was awesome.
0: That scene is actually a really great call to the conversation, Okay, uh, which uh, there's a huge scene, a very, very important scene that's very similar to that, with a couple conversation being recorded mm-hmm. from multiple angles um it's really good and I also want to shout out you, you know you're right like they they do have this great kind of little chemistry mm-hmm. and you know also too like again the Regina King and will Smith have really good chemistry and it I guess there's a critique sometimes of will Smith um that I I subscribe to that he often is lacking in chemistry with his his co- his partners yeah. in films um and it's like not believable but like not only do you believe that they have a real relationship that they're really married but you also believe like that he cheated on her with this woman right um and that's realistic and that pain is there briefly like that part of it is really good so listen maybe i'm an idiot for saying this movie should be shorter um Because that that stuff really shines through. I think it was really really good performances all around from those those three actors.
1: Absolutely, and I have to I have to defend Will Smith one more time. I think like the, that critique that you mentioned about him not having chemistry with his like counterparts. Um, I mean, I think that was the point of some of his movies too, like Men in Black and Wild Wild West. Like I think that was completely the point of like. Those movies being like almost complete opposites of, like, you know, Tommy Lee Jones and uh, Kel- Kevin Klein or Kelvin. Kevin Klein? Kevin? Kelvin? Klein. Yeah, either way. Kelvin? So he's like Kelvin Klein, not the underwear guy, but Kevin Klein? I don't know. Something, you know what I'm talking about. um <laughs> Uh, One of my other favorite scenes is, you know, you finally get to see Brill's, like, base in, like, this Mm -hmm. warehouse, and then it just explodes right away, (laughs) so you only get, like, a little bit, you only get, like, a little taste of, like, Brill's uh, world, if you will. Um, I wish we were there more. I I forget what he called
0: it. What did he call his little, like, Um, did he call it a shell? Was it shell? Something like that? Yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah, because he said he was, like, talking about being surrounded by concrete and everything, Uh, so I think he called that a shell. Concrete
0: and copper and
1: all that. Um, But, yeah, getting a little taste of that and then just... When they yeah. leave and the explosion's great. And then, like, of course, the line that we uh, uh, um, we parodied in the beginning of this program <laughs> where it was <laughs> like, why would you do that? Because you made a phone call. It was it was super well done. Yeah. yeah. It was like trailer gold.
0: Yeah. Um, I also love the explosion. I'm a, I'm a sucker for, like, real big explosions, That's not in CGI. I have, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dip it here into well, actually, sure, sure. since we're talking about it. I was thinking about this, honestly, this morning as I woke up and I was in the shower and I was like, wait a second. (laughs) Barry Pepper and Jamie Kennedy, it was Jamie Kennedy, right? That went into the warehouse. Yeah, yeah. They were in the warehouse as Gene Hackman and Will Smith were leaving. Mm -hmm. And he's like in there typing, you know, he's doing his little hacking, hacking. I'm trying to figure out what they're what they're doing, what they know. And the bomb has been set, mm-hmm. and I think Barry Pepper finds the bomb, and I distinctly remember him looking at it, and it's saying something like twenty six seconds. Yeah, yep. I could be wrong. I should have like gone back and rewatched this no, no, scene. No, no, I saw just that too. To, like, definitely twenty
1: six. Like, Get the seconds. clarification.
0: Yeah. And then you're like, and they're like, oh, we gotta go, boss, and then they both run out, mm-hmm. but the explosion is fucking huge if you don't remember watch look it up on youtube it is a monstrous explosion Mm -hmm. um there is no fucking way they made it out of that building (laughs) in 26 seconds there's no shot so like i don't know that part to me it hit me today in the shower i was like i don't know why i was just like wait a second that doesn't make any sense shower Uh, thoughts um, with mike shower thoughts with Mike thinking about explosions and (laughs) holes in action movies
1: (laughs) it's either that or singing you only get one or the other okay yep that's it uh yeah so yeah it was great um
0: I also gotta shout out uh Tom Sizemore he was just great in this movie I know I made fun of him earlier and listen (laughs) Tom Sizemore had a really rough life um you know but it's crazy to see the absolute decline of Tom Sizemore since um you know Heat He's really great in Heat. You've seen Heat, right? No. Holy fucking <laughs> shit, man. All right. This is when you're um, going to come over and punch me in the face now or this is this is borderline a puncher. But <laughs> you you said it, you know, you haven't you haven't seen a lot of action movies. Oh Man, holy <laughs> hell. We already have a pretty big slate this season. Yeah, Heat is arguably one of the greatest action films. Uh, heist movies, I should say. It's not really action. There's lots of action, but okay. heist. OK. Um, But Tom Sizemore's character is in it, and he's great. And then I think this movie is like three years later, and and Tom Sizemore is looking pretty rough. Okay. Um, He's got a lot of sweat. To his credit, he is in the scene at the end where he's just eating spaghetti with his family, and he probably (laughs) was just actually really eating the spaghetti each take. Um, So he's probably got the spaghetti sweats. (laughs) Spaghetti sweats? Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was the... Come on, we've all been there, you know? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know. It's so hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Getting them classic spaghetti sweats, man. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh,
0: But, you know, he plays uh, boss Paulie Pintero. um, And, you know, he's a great thing. The great setup at the end. Yeah. Um, You know, his character plays it off very well as this mob boss who, you know, has this deal with the union. And then there's this idea of a videotape out there. He wants the videotape. And uh, it's just a great little it's, twist of like, how are they going to get out of this situation? You know, they're screwed. And then, you know, Will Smith saves the day at the end. It's, it's just so it's fantastic.
1: Good. I got super hyped because of that. Like yep. it was awesome. How like Will Smith's like, I got a plan. And then like, of course, you know, Gene Hackman's character says it twice. He's just like, you're either the, the dumbest guy I know, or the smartest guy I know, or something like that. And like, this was super cool. Like Will Smith didn't know how this was going to turn out. I mean, like at that point, what do you have to lose? So I guess I could see why Will Smith or Robert would do that. Um, mm-hmm. But, man, just to make it turn on each other and no one was really clear about what video the other person was talking about, it's so, yeah. so dope. So dope. It was it was shit. fantastic. God, it was so good. Um, and then I have to shout out the comedy that was kind of brought in by Will Smith, Jack Black, Seth Green, Jamie Kennedy. Um, like, I think that really, you know, I think that really helped making – like. Helped uh, making this watchable for two and a half hours, you know? Um, Because, like, you could have a straight-up action movie for two and a half hours, but I think at at some point it might get a little stale. I think with this little uh, blend of, like, slight comedy and how these actors work um, Mm -hmm. really, I don't know, enhance the movie a lot better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everything from the lingerie shop to the, you know, Jack Black talking about women with hairy legs to Mm -hmm. even, like... It's funny, like, I got a callback to, like, you know, when they were watching Will Smith on the satellite jumping off the hotel balconies, you know, climbing down. Yeah. Do you remember that part? He's in his underwear. Yeah, yeah. And they were, like, commenting on it. They're, like, wow, you can't believe he did that. You know, look at him. Look at him go. It was, was, like, I was watching, like, Fear Factor, you know, and, like, Joe (laughs) Rogan. Fuck Joe Rogan. But Joe Rogan is, like, (laughs) commentating about contestants. Yeah. You know, like... Doing something crazy and it's like those little moments. Yes, they bring much-needed kind of uh, levity to the situation Mm -hmm. Um, And there are some nice nice comedic bits in the movie that that feel really good. So it was fantastic And hey, that's what you get when you cast good actors in
1: these small roles. It was great. Did a great job Well, actually according to my calculations, I think that would defy all laws of Oh my god, shut up.
0: Well, actually time we got a lot to talk about. We here. do. Oh, Jason Lee, he appears. You know, this this thing is being videotaped, right? He's videotaping geese. Yeah. What what the fuck are we doing there? I have no <laughs> idea. But we're you know he's videotaping geese with this big honking camera, which doesn't seem like the kind of type that would actually be doing this. But what do I know? Mm-hmm. Um, and he just is like nonchalantly like walking by this crazy fucking thing this scene across the 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 boat landing where there's all these press and all these ambulance and cop cars and you name it they're pulling the thing out of there and he just seems very indifferent to the possibility that he kind of captured that whole thing on tape. Mm-hmm. As he just takes his tape out and just drives away like der der <laughs> um, I, I just yeah. What are what are, what are we doing there? And well, he's like, like kind of shocked as he watches it. He's like, "What?"
1: Right. So like, I wonder how much time passed also between the time that the senator got murdered and then the time that he that like everyone they found showed up the car. Scene. Or yeah. Even? Yeah. Like, yeah, was that's he true. there the whole time? Like, yeah. Or is yeah, that just his know. favorite spot? I guess he just comes back. Um, uh, I have to ask about the mobster guy. What was his name again? I'm Sizemore. I'm Sizemore. Uh, Boss Paulie Pintero. Paulie Pintero. So he is asking Robert about the videotape and who made it. But like he was, he he knew he was being filmed. So like. You think he, he like, get... was posing for the yeah. camera? Yeah, like, he's yeah. like smile and say not guilty or something. I'm like, well, yes! Didn't you not you see like who's taking the video of you right now? Like, why don't you ask that guy? Like, who who gave you this tape? Who who gave you this tape that I completely consented to having by saying all that stuff and and posing? Who did this? So thought that was kind of odd, um, but I could see like that was the main part of the plot in order for the whole end to work out. So I guess uh, I guess I had to run with it. Yeah. Also, in that scene with Jason Lee leaving, uh, there's a trooper. And I never, like, this just might be me and how my lack of, like, car knowledge is. But, like, a trooper just, like, looks up, sees Jason Lee leaving, puts his, like, binoculars on, and then calls in, like, hey, he's going away in a 1975 Chevy, whatever. And I'm like, how did you, how did you know it was that year specifically? Like, yeah. Especially because this is in the 90s. You know, this is,
0: like, yeah. I don't they born, born different, man. I guess so. It's like training, part of their, their schooling. I don't know. They get, like, flashcards with different car models. Yeah,
1: I guess. Like, if there's, a, if there's, like, slight differences, I feel like there isn't too much between year yeah. and year. But here we yeah. are. Uh, all right. We got to talk about
0: arguably the greatest, well, actually, in <laughs> yes. recent history of the pod. Yes. And that is the scene in the lingerie store. You all know what we're about to talk about. Yeah. And that is the one surveillance camera in the store. Um, that they the NSA gets access to mm-hmm. when Will Smith is in there with this bag, and Jason Lee's character drops the thing in the bag, mm-hmm. and then they rotate the degree by like it's almost insane. like 200 degrees, oh, rotate, um, and then there's like a weird bag zoom in, and they do like a 3D model of it where they can tell that there's a shadow because there might be something have been put in there. It's like the NFL doesn't even have this for sports replays in 2022. Like, what the fuck? Like, I I just... It's it's impossible. It doesn't exist. You can't do that. Um, And it's, it's... (laughs) <laughs> it's, like, the most egregious NSA thing in
1: this entire movie. It's, like, because it's physically impossible. There's no way it happens. It was it was utterly ridiculous, especially for 98. But, like, I will yes. give the NFL... I don't want to give them too much credit, but, like, they do kind of <laughs> have this, but they also need, like, three or four cameras to do That's that. That's a special
0: camera yeah. that does, like, the rotating thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, not a, it's not a... We're in the store and we've got the one yep, camera the in the corner, camera. which, again, is, like... It's fucking analog those things are all tape recording like mm. I worked in a place that did this we had to change <laughs> the tapes every single night um and it was like it was stop. it was the stop motion you know where it only records an image every like couple right. seconds like, and that was in the 2000s. This is the 90s, man. Like there wasn't no, there's no digital version of any of this stuff. Like, come
1: on. The the only thing I'll give is that it was a lingerie store, and like all the salespeople were naked. So maybe they were yes. trying to protect them. That's it. And that's another thing too. <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe the owner was actually a creep and just wanted all this high def footage <laughs> Oh, I of guess there's his that part his two. lingerie store's Well, That's <laughs> my next spell, actually too. Is like, what the fuck is this store? Right. Um. You know, listen. I don't shop in many lingerie stores. um maybe i should i don't know but this one seems a little off the rails like my experience is like victoria's secret in the mall where they are definitely not parading around as models (laughs) wearing the products um which just seems very like strange and kind of skeezy um but hey whatever you do you right if you want to if you want to say if you hey, listen if you're consenting to that then cool but like pretty shitty policy if they're just like yeah you have to do this for your job right and right. you don't want to like i don't know that's not cool
1: I, I will say that uh when will smith is in there and is like really awkward and then the lady's trying to help him and then like she's trying to use her own like bust for like his wife's bust and everything and he's just like oh no they're way bigger than that but i'm not like uh, that yours aren't good uh it, Yep. Yeah, definitely. That's
0: and then shouts to, like, they're pretty much the same size because we see Regina King, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. in the lingerie later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I was wondering when Jason Lee is being chased I, and he runs into uh, Robert there, Will Smith, um, mm-hmm. and Will Smith, like, hands him a business card. Like, why did Jason Lee take it? Like, I feel like that really screwed over <laughs> Will Smith more than anybody because he like just took this business card and then he dies and then they're like ah this business card here he must know this guy he must have all the answers it's a definite
0: like um we need to have something link him to the victim in order for this story to work and that was the best they could do but it's it's yeah it's kind of like that's your first reaction like you know him he knows you right your first reaction Give him a business card. it right. Seems kind of strange. It's,
1: I it's. I guess that's the like the beginning of the movie where we see like two kind of big stretches uh, with this business card, and then also the the uh, the videotape thing with the mobster guy. Like that really set up the rest of the movie. Good thing the rest of the movie was awesome. Otherwise, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um.
0: All right. Let's talk about the fire in the hotel closet. Right. Um. Number one. Let's talk OSHA here, right? OSHA standards for cleaning supplies um, forbid flammable cleaning supplies for the very reason that Mm -hmm. Dean proved. It's a fire hazard. And it would also be incomprehensible that any hotel would even... The smallest of safety precautions would have lighters, ashtrays, and flammable liquids anywhere near each other in storage. Like, what the fuck are we thinking here? Also... He's... He's in the ho- he's in a closet and he starts a fire in a closet. Go right now. Everybody stop the pod. Well, <laughs> let me right explain now. what I want you to wait, do. Wait. Do wait pod. a second, don't. I <laughs> I want you to go into your closet right now. It's not a big closet. And this hotel closet is not very large either. And then shut the door and imagine yourself starting your clothes on fire and think how long you would last in that space. <laughs> Because it probably is a lot shorter than the response time of the fire department, which, listen, is probably great. Um, this is not a shot at the fire department. Mm-hmm. They got there pretty damn quick. Yeah. But he's in there, and there is a legit fire <laughs> <laughs> and smoke, and he's just covered by a robe, and he is pretty much fine. He right. has the energy to you know, grab the cop's gun and sprint out of the ambulance um, afterwards and then sprint down a tunnel and then the 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 weird like water drainage mm-hmm. thing and climbs a ladder like he's probably got so much smoke in his lungs he can't walk more yeah. than two steps without collapsing exactly. yeah. the power of Will Smith I guess but uh, yeah the closet scene is just like
1: what the fuck um, I don't know, Mike. I thought you were gonna tell people to go into a closet and start it on fire and see if they survive. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, 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 it's wait, science! Don't do this. <laughs> yeah, let and us I know wait, how it like, goes. What are
0: you doing? I'm like, just pod research, babe. It's okay. <laughs> Why, Why is our extinguisher house- yeah, ready?
1: Please. <laughs> God.
0: Next one. Let's. I, I want to talk. Listen. I know. I, earlier, I talked that Regina King and Will Smith's characters are really great i think they got really awesome chemistry the scene where um she thinks that he might have cheated on her again is mm-hmm. just an all-timer it's phenomenal it's great the hurt the just it's just so good mm-hmm. i just feel like there's no way no way after that that she forgives him that quick right right uh, when he comes to the house i think it's literally like the next day and just says, like, baby, I I love you, or baby, I miss you, Mm -hmm. and, like, gives her a kiss, and she's just like, okay, I believe you now. (laughs) Um, Is just, it just seems, listen, I'm in a relationship, and I mean, we, my wife and I don't fight at all, really, about anything, but I imagine if we did have an argument of that magnitude, that it would not just be, like, the next day, all is forgiven, just because I said so. Right. because Will Smith did a pretty shitty thing.
1: Yeah,
0: like that's pretty shitty, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you had an affair with this woman, and you're still See? hanging around her. That yeah. just seems like not a cool <laughs> move, not and good. kind of flirty, kind of flirty too. Like, right. you know. Um, uh, and also uh, the same scene. Why the fuck is Regina King wearing that lingerie? <laughs> Listen, I'm not a. I, I you know. Hey, you know. Shouts to making what makes you do what makes you comfortable. Right, but I just don't see that as like morning ish reti- attire like I'm just mm. hanging out drinking my morning cup of coffee wearing this like sexy lingerie. Hey. I see that more like sweatpants
1: time. Exactly. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe yeah. I've been married <laughs> you know. No, I mean I mean no, it should be fine. Like you, you do what you like. I mean I, 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 I like guess. I also personally wouldn't wear the lingerie either. <laughs> it's also a Christmas gift. I what know. the fuck? Also you did that. That's breaking the sacred that's sacred, man. <laughs> you can't just, can't do you can't that. do that? That's that's the most fucked up thing about that scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of that scene, also, uh, Chris uh, Chris Will Smith, um, comes back and then asks for clothes in his own house, which was bugged. Like, why would you, why would you trust anything in your house right now?
0: True. And the fact that there's also probably video cameras in the room oh, in yeah. the house. They didn't see her take the clothes out yeah, to like, the garage.
1: Wow, I wonder what's in the garage
0: there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, all right, we got so many more. I'm gonna try to fly through my last couple here. Um shouts to the spy satellite scenes and the boop 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 boop, boop 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 anytime we had the upper thing. But the <laughs> yeah. satellite net doesn't have a camera on it um it has no imaging exper- like equipment it's just a radio antenna which would never wouldn't give you imagery in real time mm-hmm. there's also a lot if you care about technical stuff i would encourage you to like read up on it because there's like so many technical inaccuracies about like how the satellites would work how high quality the images would be um, how quickly they could get in position how low in orbit they are even the characters that say where they are doesn't match up but hey, movies, right? Who actually looks at this stuff? Right. I do because I'm crazy. <laughs> um there also is this really weird thing where the character played by Seth Green does not appear with the NSA team at any point after the after um, Dean, after Will Smith's character, escapes the freeway tunnel. Right? Seth Green like leads this like press conference, not press conference, but like this meeting with the guys of like yeah. what they should be doing and how they're gonna catch him. Mm-hmm. And then he's just gone. No explanation, no reason, which doesn't seem like a possibility, like, in something this crazy and this, like, high security. I don't feel like they would just let him go on vacation or anything, but he's just gone, which just seems very strange to me. Like, his mm. character just disappears. Yeah, so maybe weird. he was only there for filming for a couple of days, Um, but weird. That
1: makes sense, yeah.
0: Uh, also, it's a great scene at, towards the end after the, the explosion at the warehouse where Hackman and Smith are eating breakfast at a diner, uh, but they very clearly have a cat with them. So mm-hmm. Babe the Cat is just chilling, and the place is cool with that. <laughs> which just seems hey, interesting.
1: You know, they have those kind of, well, no, not really at restaurants. Never mind. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, not cool.
1: No. Uh, and then it's just
0: more of like not a well-actually, but more of a question mm-hmm. of like, is Brill okay? Um, you know, like he clearly like if we're going with the this is a continuation of the conversation. His character kind of had this breakdown at the end, and mm-hmm. it kind of is fitting. He seems a little bit loose. You know, his 2022 version of him is just like a crazy blogger, <laughs> like conspiracy theorist. Like, I don't know.
1: I I have to say I'm gonna I'm gonna give the argument that he's not. Because uh, I feel like he was a part, like I forgot his, he was a part of uh, the CIA or something. I forgot what his job NSA. was. NSA. Yeah, yes, NSA. Yeah, sorry. He was a Good. part of that. So I feel like he has more of uh, of uh, of uh, knowledge of what's going on compared to our uh, our our sweet gentle people that believe in QAnon. Um, so I, I fair enough. I, I will I will say like Brill at least has the common sense to you know. No, I don't th- hope so. Yeah, I, I th- you'd think so. You yeah. you would think so.
0: I think I kind of agree with you. I just you know I just want to put it out there because he's he's looking a little frazzled in 1998, and you know in 2022 I'm just hey, I'm curious about his mental
1: well-being. I completely I, like I would understand where where you would get that too. Like I I I wouldn't even be that surprised if he was off his rocker that much. <laughs> <laughs> One two three. This is a sound check. Sound check time, Ben. What do we got? All right, so. First, fun little fun fact. Fun little fun fact. What am I doing here? Um, Hans Zimmer was supposed to be the uh, composer to this, but I guess there was a bunch of time... but there's a bunch of time conflicts. So then they pass the movie over to Trevor Rabin and Harry Gregson Williams. Starting with Harry Gregson Williams, he's just kind of like composer for like everything. It's pretty crazy. Um, he's an English composer, conductor, orchestrator, music producer. He has composed music videos for video or music for video games, television, and films, including the Metal Gear series. He also Oh was, let's go!
0: That's, That's great
1: really, music in there. It's really cool. It is really cool. Um, he is also a part of the entire Shrek series <laughs> nice yes get those I, checks brother hey I was like he's got I was gonna say like he has a long list of movies and like I think uh, the most recent one I'm pretty sure this was him I'm not sure I uh, he's in House of Gucci so he was a uh, oh, he's nice. still doing work now. Um, he learned to play piano uh, as a child, last little fun fact about him, on a Broadwood piano that which his father had bought with the winnings from a 100-to-1 bet during the Grand National. And the Grand National is a horse race, I believe, in the UK. Nice. So, so uh, lucky him. Gambling is cool sometimes, yep, I guess. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Trevor Rabin. Became a prolific film composer and has since uh, scored over 40 films. Um, Before that, like, he was actually in a couple bands. I think he was in a band called Rabbit, and they were doing some cool things. And then he decided to uh, move over to film scoring. And it's actually uh, uh, frequently with Jerry Bruckheimer, and he's won numerous awards, including, like, 11 BMI awards. And uh, he was actually in um, the band Yes, which was just inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame about five years ago. Uh, nice. n- now this is the fun fact and I think this is really cool uh, Rabin landed the job or landed a job after um, after he started his um, I'm sorry he started his uh, film composer career after he was actually teaching Steven Seagal some guitar lessons <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Raven said I went to his house and afterwards he said thank you so much I really appreciate it if there's anything I can do for you and Rabin said to him you know what I really wanted to get into film scoring <laughs> so uh, Rabin accepted Seagal's offer, Seagal's offer to score the film *The Glimmer Man*, and uh, yeah, Raven. Terrible went. movie. It, was it, is it a bad movie? I, I don't doubt. Yeah,
0: it. I've seen almost all of those. Like, yeah, not great. That's not great. Raven.
1: Then uh, you I think know, one of
0: the, the lines like, "Now you see him, now you don't," or something oh, really? like. Oh Yeah. Glimmer
1: yeah. Man. Anyways, he went on to uh, form a long. Time partnership with Jerry Bruckheimer, and so here we are. Working on the soundtrack of Con Air, and uh, yeah, has scored thirteen. Fi- he has scored thirteen films by Bruckheimer. That's pretty cool.
0: Nice. Yeah, we didn't really talk about Bruckheimer. He's the producer of this film. I'm mm, yeah. um, Prolific, prolific uh, mm. producer during this era of action films, things yeah. like that.
1: Yeah. And uh, that leads us to the soundtrack standout, which I have to give a shout out. There's only like a couple, like. Actual songs on this standout, otherwise, the rest is just the score, which is still mm-hmm. very awesome. But I have to give it to the song called Trigger Hippie by, I might be screwing up this name, Morchiba. Morchiba? Um, it has like, there's two songs that have a really big 90s vibe that I was like kind of stuck between, and like this was no, no different. This one kind of has a sound. Oh no, now I'm forgetting the band. Um,. Damn it! I I, I had a comparison, now I forgot what it is. I'm gonna have to look this up, but uh, Trigger Happy, or Trigger Hippie, um, really sounds, um, awesome. Just filled with 90s and, like, nostalgia and, like, something that you would see in, like, a trippy music video in the 90s, and, um, it's, it's great. It's great. Nice. Yeah. Um, I am gonna. I'm gonna cheat. I think the
0: score is fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't like the soundtrack at all. <laughs> Damn. As I was listening to, it, you know, hey, yeah. listen, it's you know, it's all about you know, it's your own personal personal vibes. Totally fair. Um, and instead, I'm gonna talk about a different movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, it's my pod. I can do what I want. Um, <laughs> And uh, I wanna shout out the unofficial prequel to the film, which is The Conversation, again, and talk about the theme uh, done by David Shire um, of that movie. And it's really freaking good. And I just wanna have a chance for our listeners to YouTube that one. Um, you know, Benny, we'll, we'll, we'll sprinkle it in here a little yeah, bit. Yeah, um, but But uh, you should check it out. It's a really good song. It's very, like, melancholy. Um, it's enjoyable. I, lo- I really liked it.
1: Nice. And then uh, the band I was thinking of that I, that Morchiba sounds like is Portashed, if you ever heard of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's who I thought of. Water
0: cooler, water cooler talk, oh yeah. Water cooler talk. Um, let's talk Mount Rushmore of Big Brother is Watching You movies. Yes.
1: So when I, you even asked me about this uh, Rushmore, and I was like, yeah, this might be a fun yeah. one. Let's do this. And then I looked at the movie list, and I realized that I, Ben, part of this where have you been podcast about friends that don't watch movies have not watched a lot of these movies so we should have done Mount Rushmore of Will Smith <laughs> that would have been I was going to say I guess we could have like did that but we'll say that for another time we'll hopefully yeah, do another yeah. Will Smith movie Um, but I do have a list and some of it might be a stretch I'm going to go with the stretch first I'm okay. going to say the paranormal activity series it's not necessarily... Interesting. It's not necessarily uh, some big brother watching you. It's some guy... I mean, it could like, be
0: big brother if the big brother was dead and he was a ghost. <laughs> 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 dun, dun, dun,
1: right. But, um, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm... you But I'm going to go with that one because it is interesting how it is. Like, I guess if that was the case, I probably could have said, like, Blair Witch Project, but... But no, I mean like I guess he does. It's a sense of paranoia
0: yeah. and like, you know, it's literally in the title, but like, you know, um, well, paranormal paranoia, whatever. But Close like uh, the idea that like something's watching you, something's there, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh my god, am I safe? What's going on? Mm-hmm. I
1: get it. Yeah. So it's I'm, a stretch. That's that stretch, is but I get it. That is a stretch for sure. Um, my next one not so much a stretch, The Matrix. I mean, we've been watching this one pretty recently and it's been awesome. awesome. Can't, classic can't can't uh, talk anything bad about it. Uh, my next one would be V for Vendetta, uh, one of those that you really hear around November 5th because of <laughs> the whole thing <laughs> that they mm-hmm, say in there. Mm-hmm. Um, v for Vendetta is really good. And then my last one, probably, uh, I, I think it's up there as far as, like, one of my, well, it's a good movie. The Truman Show with Jim Carrey. Um, uh, yeah. And. I saw this on a list. I'm going to be honest. I don't know
0: if I've ever seen this. Really? I feel like I might have watched it, like, on Blockbuster. Yeah rental like when I was a kid but I don't really remember much about it at all
1: well I, I'm not I'm not spoiling too much here because you're going to get it right away but it's really the big brother aspect is just everyone is watching one guy mm-hmm. like the entire world is watching because like it's, it's like a TV show it's literally called the Truman Show and it's about following this guy's life throughout his entire life <laughs> but it's it's a really interesting movie I, I enjoyed it a lot so gotcha. I would suggest it okay cool yeah um, all right, so
0: this one was a bit of a struggle too in that you know it was like what qualifies what doesn't qualify right, um, right I think the your pick of the matrix was really good mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's a Mount Rushmore so I'm gonna put it on there as well too. I'm gonna put it on a mine. Um, it's pretty much the ultimate right like yeah
1: absolutely what you absolutely
0: yeah. there's we don't need to explain it <laughs> um, I think just in a sense of like recency bias. I really liked the conversation. Um, I'm gonna put that one on there as well, too. Um, This idea of like paranoia and like what's going on, which is really like done super well. Yeah. You know, in spy movies of old. Mm -hmm. Um, I Shout out another one that's really good called The Parallax View, um, which if you've never seen that one, I encourage you to check that one out, kind of again, in an older films, kind of spy movies really big like in that cold war era like america of like distrusting the government you know we've got the watergate scandal and all these things like just really really good good vibes um then i also am going to say my last one is just a fun movie that i really really enjoy called eagle eye okay um which Starring Shia LaBeouf. I like Shia LaBeouf, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you ever seen that one? No, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, this is a, a 2008 movie. Um, it's got, um, I gotta see Shia LaBeouf, uh, Michelle Monaghan, um, Rosario Dawson, Billy Bob Thornton, mm. Anthony Mackie, dude, Captain America himself. Nice. Um, and it's really, really good. Uh, it's a good action movie involving this, like, technology that is, like, can see everything. Um, it's, like, a cautionary tale of, like, tech and, and who's watching it and for what reason. Um, right. It's got good action. It's enjoyable. I, I really, really
1: liked it. Now, um, before we move on from this, a big one mm-hmm. that I saw when I was looking up uh, Big Brother movies was 1984. And I bet you some people were uh. screaming at us. Uh, for yeah. not putting it on our list. I haven't seen it, so I guess I can't. Have you ever seen it? I've never seen
0: the film. Uh, I've read the book. Um, good book. A lot of current-day parallels. A lot of, like, interesting takes on, like, this movie is about me and my oppression. Okay. Which are, like, just false, I think. Like, not great. Okay. Um, it's an interesting work of art. Uh, but I've never seen the movie right. itself. No, right. Cool. So. it. <laughs>
1: Um, all right. Uh, what is something you would want to keep slash have from the movie? Um, I think Brill's hideout's pretty cool. Um, just like yeah, sometimes warehouse. I just need that space where no one's around. <laughs> so, I mean, that was a pretty cool place A nice little, uh, if I could switch out a couple things instead of a spy stuff, I'd probably put like some, you know, video games in there or something like that. I'd probably be set for a good amount yeah, of time. Yeah, you got a lot of, you got a big space for activities. I know. It's good stuff. Yep, uh, I'm a
0: cat guy, so I want Babe the Cat. Yeah, I mean that's the cat. fair. That's fair. He's pretty chill. Um, I've never had uh, an orange, orange cat, so. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, that's yeah, that's cool. Yep. Uh, let's talk about what is missing, and this to me is like one of the the flaws of the film. But it's it's definitely like a Tony Scott thing, where it's just like we're wrapping it up real quick. We got a real quick bow on the present. Um, But I'm just missing like a little bit more of the fallout. Right. Like we get the brief little press conference at the end from the senator talking about, you know, the surveillance program and we need to go back and relook at it and who's watching. Um, But we don't really get much else there. Like. This man's life was kind of like almost destroyed, like he was like fired. He almost died in a fire. Like, he was bugged. He had his, his civil rights violated. Like, are we, are we is he getting a settlement? Is he suing? He's a lawyer. Like, how is he not going to sue the federal government there? Um, we also have no real justice for banks, right? Uh, Lisa Bonet's character who is killed. They kind of are like, there's the thing in the paper where it's like tied to the mob. And it's like, is that just like... A cute little thing that was a spin that we're putting on this because we don't want to blame it on the federal government. It's like you know, it's like how much of this is getting swept under the rug or not, and how is Will Smith's character okay with this? You know, right. I just
1: I just have lots of questions about the well, what actually happens there at the end? I want more of it. I mean, honestly, you said everything. Like I agree. <laughs> um, yeah. It just seems it just seems like there was like no no real tie on the end of it so I mean yeah absolutely who's the best around who didn't really bring the movie down you're the best around who who took
0: home all the birthday cake
1: um as much as I love Gene Hackman and what he did in this movie I still have to give it to Will Smith just for um him kinda like separating himself a little bit from comedy at this point um and I think he did a really good job with it cuz he still was able to sprinkle in the comedy that we needed to keep this movie going uh, and then just be awesome at what he needed to do,
0: you know? Yeah, this is like peak Will Smith. We he's coming off of Bad Boys, Men in Black, Independence Day, and then he's got this one which is just like one hell of a run. Um, kind of just solidifying himself as like the biggest A-lister in the in the on the planet. Um, and he did good. He did good in here, but I, I'm gonna go with Gene Hackman. Yeah, um, absolutely. I just think, you know, one of the last like really, really great roles. Um, you know, I mentioned that he retired, um, you know, hasn't acted in a long time. He's pretty old now. I think he's like 96 years old. Oh, shit. Um, okay. But, uh, apparently he just enjoys retirement. Uh, lots of people want him to come out of retirement to watch, um, Or to get him to act in movies, and he's just like, no, I'm retired. Uh, Which, you know, good for you, right? right? Good for you. Um, And so, yeah, I just think he crushes it in this role, even though he doesn't show up till about 50 minutes in. Right. um, He just does a really, really good job. Um, And like I mentioned earlier, like, at times he's just eating Will Smith's lunch. Like, everybody tries to, like, match up with him, and it's just, it's really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick something else, I just I just want to use this spot again to highlight all of like the little bad guys mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this that are just really great and I know it's like before they blew up but it's so much fun to see them in this you know Barry Pepper, Scott Khan and his hair which is progressively just <laughs> yes, gets larger just... and larger throughout the movie God um you know Jake boosie uh Jack Black Seth Green, Jamie Kennedy, Ian Hart like all these guys that if you saw them you like you know who they are exactly and they're all playing like these small little bit parts is like these goons for the NSA and it just makes it just elevates the movie very nicely I find.
1: Yeah, I agree. That was the good stuff. Yeah. Over
0: under what's the final verdict. Last but not least,
1: where are we how are we feeling about this movie? Overrated? Underrated? it's ah, clearly do think? it's clearly underrated. Like, I don't know. It was it's a badass movie. It's really long, two and a half hours almost. But yeah. uh but I still think like we mentioned earlier, the mix of action, the mix of comedy, the way that uh, Will Smith is able to have those relationships with two different uh, – sorry, that sounds weird, but two different ladies. Um, and it, it's it's just altogether awesome. It's, it's an underrated film.
0: Yeah. I would tend to agree. Um, I was nervous about how well it's going to hold up. I actually think it is even better now mm, yeah. um, in the sense of, like, we are more equipped to have these conversations about privacy and government overreach. Um, and so it's actually a movie that like you can watch and then like have conversations with people about, which is super cool. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, parts of it technology wise don't hold up super hot. Um, but yeah, it's a solid, great movie. Um, I I wouldn't say it's like amazing, like earth shattering, like, you know, pantheon of action, but for the time period, like really good, great Tony Scott. Um, obviously we don't get those anymore. He's, he has his signature all over it between the, the quick cuts um, the stylistic overhead shots, mm. um, the chase sequences. It's just, it's really, really solid film. You can't mm. go wrong. Mm. So um, it is on Peacock right now, currently, as of uh, us recording this pod. So I encourage you to go back and revisit it. It's a fun time. It is. Um, but that's all we've got for you guys today. Um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Where Have You Been. Um, like our Facebook page too if you're on Facebook like a weirdo. Um, <laughs> and feel free as always to send recommendations or feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time. Bye-bye.